You are listening to Baby's Balance and Bliss, a podcast about parenting from the perspective of Black mothers. We are figuring out how to raise brilliant babies, find balance in our lives, and appreciate every single moment of bliss. Welcome to Baby's Balance and Bliss. I am Lola Wells, and my husband Martin and I are raising a toddler, Mila. And I'm Shannon Fowler. My husband Xavier and I are raising three girls, teenagers Kennedy, Caitlin, and Karina, who is elementary age. If you are looking to give yourself a meaningful and thoughtful gift this holiday season, we have got you covered because in this episode of Baby's Balance and Bliss, we are talking all about how to rest and recharge. Rest is the gift we could all use, especially those of us who are overworked, overwhelmed, and trying to figure out how to piece everything together. Let go, let flow, and let's get started with our shining, struggling, or somewhere in between segment where we fill you in on what has been going on with us. Shannon, how are you this week? I'm shining. Yay. I, yay. <laughs> I got to see my mama T this weekend and we proudly wore our masks and went on quite a hiking adventure where I led everyone in the opposite direction of the arrows <laughs> that were obviously <laughs> telling us which way to go. <laughs> but it was funny that everyone was following the most directionally challenged person in my familial unit. But hey, <laughs> we made it and we're safe. So uh, and she also bought me an Instapot, which I'm really thrilled about. And I think I'm going to get an Instapot recipe book to see what all I can get into. <laughs> Fantastic. The Instapot is great. Yay. Yay. I'm looking forward to it. How are you this week? Are you shining, struggling, or somewhere in between? I am somewhere in between this week. We mm -hmm. are coming off of a tough week where, as I discussed in last week's episode, we were processing sad news concerning our extended family members. But day by day, we are doing better, and I am so grateful for the season. This is very much a time of reflection in our household, which is why I think today's topic is so apropos. How do you set yourself up so you can rest like you mean it? Well, by now, it's no surprise that I'm all into things that are beauty related. And when I need to reset, I'll explore different makeup looks, practice techniques, wash and repeat. <laughs> <laughs> During this period of time where we're all home, it's not uncommon for me to lock myself away in my bathroom, sit at my vanity and spend at least an hour just fiddling and makeup, grooming my eyebrows and just trying new things with my short hair. <laughs> and once I'm done with one look, I'll wash it away and try something else. At other times, I'll give myself a full-on Manny and Petty. I'll get the scented salts, put them in my little foot spa, and scrub away all my stress. <laughs> <laughs> And then, you know, I'll attempt to breathe while painting and grooming my toenails because, honey, the struggle is real. <laughs> <laughs> 
When I do my nails, I go all out. I love using templates to stamp designs on them and bedazzle them if I'm feeling extra, extra. And then <laughs> there's just something about, you know, doing these little beautifying things that calm me all the way down. It takes my focus from all the external stuff and makes me zoom in on something that relaxes me and makes me truly happy. And the end results are always the icing on the cake, right? <laughs> yeah, because when you look good, you feel good. Right, and right. I think what you're really getting at is the idea of resting by taking the time to do something that you genuinely enjoy. For yes, me, yes. that's reading. So mm. I should be clear, it is not really reading. It's luxuriating and gorgeous writing and absorbing <laughs> stories. And I'm of the view that if you happen to find yourself reading and you cannot get past page one because your mind is constantly wandering off the page, you absolutely have the wrong book in your hands. So figuring out what speaks to you is key. And I've talked a lot this season about how basically if a book is about a female protagonist, has a connection to some part of Africa, and is written by a contemporary female author, I am sold. And so I have to say that when it comes to reading for relaxation, just don't take yourself so seriously. This is not the time to read a treatise about international human rights in context, unless that really (laughs) relaxes you, then please go for it. But what I mean is that I can remember a time when I would scoff and totally roll my eyes when someone would say they were reading a romance novel. Like, ah, ah. What is this nonsense? Eh? Please pass the smelling salt so I don't faint. Uh-uh. But and I have to say, if you're listening and that's you, I get it. But hear me out. After listening to an episode of the podcast, The Nod, where author Jasmine Gilroy talked about how she wanted to center Black women in some steamy romantic stories, I thought, hmm, okay, (laughs) let me see what the buzz is about and pick up a romance book written by a Black female author. So fast forward, I read Get a Life, Chloe Brown by Talia Hibbert and was like, "Ah ah-ah. Hey, okay. (laughs) I may have been missing out on some fun. So a quick plug for Talia Hibbert. She's a Black British romance novelist who writes about all sorts of women. If you are looking for a romance novel about a plus-size Black woman who is dealing with a chronic illness... Talia Hibbert has a story for you. If you are looking for a romance novel about a woman who is afraid of commitment and drowns herself in work, Talia Hibbert has a novel for you. My point is, you know, allow yourself to rest and recharge by reading something that you really enjoy. It's not an academic endeavor. Just have fun with it. Yes, I am all in for a good book. I personally go for a good sci-fi or fantasy novel, but when I want to mix it up, I reach for self-help books, autobiographies, and documentaries, or I'll just pull up my digital library and just read something that was recommended without reading the description or reviews. And some of my most interesting reads have been found that way. Nice. (laughs) I have to say that most of my time is spent in the kitchen during the day, and I find that relaxing 
the majority of the time. (laughs) There's nothing like baking while the kids are outside playing or otherwise occupied. And my favorite thing to bake are biscuits from scratch. And everything from the measuring to cutting in the butter to cutting out the biscuits is so peaceful to me. My rolling pin and I go to town on the dough after kneading it a bit. And I think it has the same effect as stress balls. You just get in there and you make it become something yummy, fluffy, flaky, and warm. It's so satisfying. (laughs) (laughs) I think I may need to go make some biscuits after this because I'm feeling calmer just thinking about it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Cooking is a really good one. And you're right. There's something especially satisfying about Mm -hmm. baking. For me, just flipping through a cookbook is relaxing, so long as I'm not hungry. And then at that point, all bets are (laughs) off. (laughs) So in the spirit of resting and recharging, I am also a big fan of having a digital detox from time to time. All things considered, I feel like I have a small digital footprint. I'm not on social media, like for real, for real. I held off on joining any social networks and then it just seemed like I blinked, missed the wave, and whatever catch-up I would have to do would require so much more effort than it was worth. So (laughs) basically, until the baby's balance and bliss social media accounts had to be managed, I was not active on social media platforms. But now I have to engage, albeit on a small scale. Mm -hmm. So anyhow, I share all that to say that even though I have a small digital footprint, I still find that I need to detox from digital media if I'm going to rest my mind because like everyone else, I have smartphones with easy access to email, text messages, news alerts. I surf the web and on and on and Mm -hmm. on. And all of those things can be major time sucks. Even if you're disciplined about time, which I think we are, we can all be pretty good at, right? Like there are all sorts of things that you can do where you can set timers on your app so that after, let's say, 30 minutes scrolling on something, it just shuts off. Still, I don't care how at peace you are, the ping of an audible notification can quickly kill the vibe. So I recently watched The Social Dilemma on Netflix, and one of the folks they interviewed said... What's the first thing you do in the morning? Check your phone before you pee or check it while you pee, because those are your only two options. And (laughs) I just thought, ew, yuck. I don't want to be that person. And yet that's me checking my phone before I get up to pee, because heaven forbid the world ended last night, right? (laughs) So... That comment really struck a chord with me because it highlighted how tied we are to digital media, and that's why it's so important to turn it off. So a couple of things that I do to detox is I take breaks from social media. I don't even post on our Baby's Balance and Bliss social pages, and then my default is to not have any audible notifications for anything on my phone. And when I say anything, I mean everything. You could call me. You could text me. The world could be on fire. (laughs) My phone is not going to so much as vibrate. And so then I have to actively check my phone to know if someone called, texted me, etc., which really helps to set the tone for for getting some good, meaningful rest. I totally agree. Usually I disappear from social media for months at a time, and it's one of my favorite things to do. (laughs) (laughs) 
I intentionally don't have my phone near me most of the day to avoid constantly having my hands melded with it. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that stuck out for me in that same documentary you mentioned earlier is that the very people who design some of the more popular social media platforms don't allow their own children or themselves to have access to it because of its addictive nature. And that says something like 100 percent. I couldn't agree more. You know, I heard someone say if you'd like to be happier, spend more time doing than consuming. And I thought that was so spot on in the age of social media. Yeah, that is. That's right on. Another way I love to get in a little rest time for myself is by taking a solo drive with no end destination. I'll plug in my audiobook and just drive until I feel calm and settled. (laughs) (laughs) Being at home all the time can put a strain on my patience because I'm so not a homebody. (laughs) So getting out for a drive or even a walk is nice. Sometimes I'll stop by little places that catch my attention and purchase little things that remind me of the moment or that I think my girls will like. And usually it's stuff like Mag jewelry or art supplies for my kiddos, but maybe a journal, a bookmark or a pen for myself. And sometimes when I'm stuck at home, those little mementos help me resettle by allowing me to do a little bit of guided imagery. It helps me focus in on how I felt during the trip and picture myself there again. And sometimes it gets me back to that calm place as if I was physically doing it. And there, mm. there is some research that states, you know, using words and images to essentially meditate can have some positive effects on your body. I use it only for inner peace, (laughs) but it's pretty cool what the mind can do when you actually force yourself to be still and focus in on something other than the busyness of life. You're so right. It's all about working with what you have. So for Mm -hmm. example, when Martin takes a shower he makes a point of playing some relaxing music and it's like he's in a spa. It's Mm -hmm. so low key. He just has his iPhone sitting on the sink and it plays some soothing music. And frankly, at first I didn't get it. And then over time, (laughs) I realized that he had built into his nighttime ritual this time to almost meditate. So for us, we really like chill hop. No lyrics, just cool, mellow music. And I found that when I would do the same thing, it would put me at ease. And so if I'm taking a shower in the evening, I will also add a couple of drops of some lavender scented essential oils that I ordered off of Amazon um, into the shower so I can pick up in the steam. Or in the morning, I will add a few drops of some lemon-scented essential oils, play some music, and have a small spa moment for myself. And then more recently, I even have a post-it on my mirror that says release. And to your point about how words and things can have such a positive effect on your body, for me, mm-hmm. when I see the word release, It reminds me to release anything that I am carrying with me that is not serving me. Like I literally actively release my jaw. I release my shoulders and it does wonders. You know, look, 
for some of us, like 10 minutes in the shower is what you're going to get, right? Like we've yes. got little ones running around, <laughs> work is demanding. We just, it's a, that's as good as it gets. But you don't need a lot of stuff to make it a relaxing and rejuvenating moment if you are mindful of how you do it. Yes, Chill Hub is so good for that too. Xavier likes to do stretches at night and I often just find his music and movements calming to watch. Maybe I should join in sometimes and see if his nighttime routine helps me too. I'm all for it. (laughs) Typically, I just do a crossword puzzle, like the old school, literal pick up a book (laughs) and do one um, to wind down at night while he's doing that. But I I may join in on the stretching next time to see how that works for me. Yeah, I really like that. Well, with that, let's turn to our bit of bliss segment. This is where we share something that has brought us some joy. So Shannon, what has brought you some bliss this week? I've finally gotten Karina into the habit of keeping her bonnets on. And one of the ways I've done this is by giving her a little bit of variety in her bonnet game, you know. (laughs) (laughs) One of our favorite bonnets by far is from an Etsy shop called Designs by Tanisha Ray. You can find all kinds of cute customizable bonnets on the site with everything from little brown ballerinas to girls with big afro puffs or even unicorn crowns. There are even some Disney characters. But Karina always talks about how the little girl on her bonnet is just like her. And she loves that her name is on it too. So it's a it's a double whammy for Cree. <laughs> That's so cute. (laughs) The bonnets come in different sizes according to age. And so far, we've had great luck with the sizing in Karina's age group. If you're looking for a bonnet for a small child, I recommend you check out Designs by Tanisha Ray on Etsy. They're so cute. That sounds adorable. You know, it's so (laughs) funny. I feel like I am still stuck in the I don't do bonnets, but I do a scarf instead. And so Mila's, Mm -hmm. of course, you know, because she just wants to imitate everything we I do. She's been trying to get a <laughs> scarf on her head, but it just doesn't work. So I may have to transition to bonnets. That's a great recommendation. Yeah, well, depending on the hairstyle, I'll usually tie it up with like a silk scarf and then put her bonnet on just mm-hmm. for like double security. <laughs> <laughs> Because we all know the betrayal of a bonnet coming off in the middle of the night and your fresh hairstyle is looking hot. Exactly. Oh, my goodness. Every mother who is listening to this can certainly relate. Yes. Well, Lola, what's your bit of bliss this week? Earlier, I mentioned that I plan on trying to rest and recharge by reading some books. And one of the books that I cannot wait to dive into is In Bibi's Kitchen. It is a cookbook with recipes and stories of grandmothers from the eight African countries that touch the Indian Ocean, including, of course, my home country, Tanzania. So be still my heart. I cannot wait to delve into the book, especially because I've been trying to cook more African dishes for Martin and Mila, but finding really good cookbooks has been a challenge. And though my mom has been so helpful, she is, of course, magical. And I could follow <laughs> her direction step by step and end up with something that is not nearly as delicious as her food. 
Anyhow, I should also add that if anyone is interested in reading any of the other books that I will be reading during this season of resting and resetting, take a look at our blog at www.babiesbalanceandbliss.com where I shared all the things I am loving for December in a blog post. And surprise, all of them are books. And of course, (laughs) if you're listening and have any recommendations that you think we should be reading and sharing with listeners, please email us and let us know what has brought you some bliss. And with that, that's our episode. Be sure to visit our website at www.babiesbalanceandbliss.com and follow us on Instagram at babiesbalanceandbliss. That's one word, babiesbalance, A-N-D, bliss. We will catch up again next Thursday. Love and light.